Tonight, cancer patients forced to go private to get treatment within recommended time frames, with one woman having to spend her house deposit to get radiation therapy. Another woman told Checkpoint she'd had to wait four months for a scan after finding a suspicious lump in her armpit that eventually grew to the size of a tennis ball before she was seen. Earlier this week, it was revealed a man with a history of melanoma now has terminal cancer after an unacceptable delay in getting an MRI despite being referred by a specialist. He was a patient in Te Whatu Order Southern in 2021-22 and should have got the scan within 31 days, but it wasn't done for 20 weeks. By then, the cancer had spread to his spine. Aucklander Alison Kennedy took matters into her own hands last year after she was still waiting for a mammogram weeks after her GP referred her for a suspicious lump that turned out to be cancer. Alison joins us now. Kia ora, Alison. Kia ora, thanks for having me. To start off with, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing really well. I'm I'm back at work full time and um, getting annual mammograms. I, I had my first one in May. It was clear, so clear for a year. And um, yeah, just getting back into living normal life again after a, a bit of a roller coaster of a couple of years. Well, that is good to hear. Things did not go well at the beginning, though, did they, Alison? Tell me what happened. You found a suspicious lump. How long were you told that it would take you to get a mammogram after your GP referred you? Yeah, so um, the GP referred me with an urgent referral. She was quite concerned because um, I'd had a lump before and, and that one turned out to be benign. And this one, she she knew it wasn't benign. She was much more concerned with this one. Um, so she put it through urgently, um, which I think the targets are four weeks for that one. And um, as those four weeks drew on, I was getting more and more certain that it was cancerous. Um, I could feel it even when I was getting dressed in the morning. I started doing a little bit more research about cancer and um, learning some of the symptoms. And I was reassuring myself that I didn't have all of the, the symptoms. Um, but as time went on, I got more and more of the symptoms and that lump got bigger and bigger. And I became certain that it was indeed cancer and the more certain I became the more motivated I was to try and do something about it but it's not an easy thing to do um you're just stuck out there in this system waiting with no communication as a patient and when that full week target comes and goes you still hear nothing from anybody and eventually I found the phone number to the scheduler for Auckland DHB and called them up to check on the status of my referral and they got me in the following week. So that was five weeks in. So you'd already waited outside of the re- recommended time frame, still hadn't heard anything and took matters into your own hands. That's it. If I, and if I hadn't, uh, I have no idea how long I would have been left waiting. What do you think of that? I, I think we are supposedly a country that has a publicly funded health system where you're not required to have private insurance and you should be able to have a good quality of care without private insurance and that's not what's happening that's not the case at all um with without private insurance you don't get quality care as as you've highlighted in the introduction there's people that came into the system with referrals and they weren't terminal and now they are and had i not taken matters into my own hands i I, like i said the tumour was growing and it was aggressive and it was growing quickly. And had I not gotten in when I did, um, I would not be talking to you today. 
Alison, you then have confirmation it was cancer, and the recommended treatment, I understand, was um, radiotherapy. Is that right? Well, because it was a a large tumour and it was aggressive, um, they recommended the whole gambit. So they said, you're going to need surgery and chemotherapy. There's options for what order we do them in, but they offered me chemotherapy first because that could potentially shrink the tumour and give me more options, uh, including radiotherapy, instead of a full mastectomy. And so the chemotherapy, that was really successful and timely. The surgery was successful and timely, but the radiotherapy was not. Okay, Um, so what was the recommendation for radiotherapy and how, how long would you have had to wait to get access? So the recommendation for radiotherapy uh, is that you have it six to eight weeks after the surgery. Um, There's studies that show if you don't have it within eight weeks of the surgery that your chances of the cancer coming back double, which is quite scary and something that was constantly in the back of my mind. Um, So you you don't get referred to the radiotherapy until one week after uh, the surgery is completed and they've got the biopsy results, so you're already one week in. And from that time, they were telling me that the wait was going to be at least 12 weeks. Okay, so outside the optimal treatment time. Yeah, by over a month. Yeah, so what what did that, I mean, that would have created such a dilemma for you. What did you do? Uh, I was so stressed. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating right. I I wasn't performing at work. Like, I was already working less uh because I was going through active cancer treatment. And so, um, you know, I wasn't able to work as much as I wasn't able to work full time. So that was already an impact on the money that we had coming in. And we talked to the oncologist and asked him what he would do. And he said, I've got deep pockets. If it were me, I would go private. And that kind of, you know, that for me, when your doctor, your medical professional is telling you, no, it's not acceptable for me to wait that long. That's a big red flag that that uh, instigated me to look at my pockets and see how we could afford to go private because I... And what did the, that mean for you, Alison, when you made that decision? When your, your specialist says, if you've got the money, go private, hmm. what did it mean for you? What did you do? So, for, for, for me and my husband, that meant reaching out to our parents for help, dipping into our savings. We still haven't bought a house. We live in Auckland. So as you know, it's, it's the, you know, the most expensive housing market in the country. And so so you use your house deposit, Alison? Essentially. Yeah. So now, now we've got, you know, less money saved up for that house that we still haven't been able to afford. I really appreciate you talking to us about your situation. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, That's Alison Kennedy talking about her wait to get cancer treatment. As you heard there, in the end, she decided to go private rather than wait outside the recommended treatment times.